everyone, and welcome back to the Sisters in Sustainability podcast. I am your host, Victoria Lynn. We are here to look at the impact that women all across the country are having on the modern sustainable development movement. This week, we are joined by a young woman all the way from Alabama here to discuss her advocacy for adolescent wellness checkups. I'm excited to welcome your Miss Gulf Coast, Sydney Cantley. Sydney, thank you so much for being here with all of us today. So if you wouldn't mind taking a second to introduce yourself and telling our listeners a little bit about your community service initiative. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me, by the way. That was such an awesome intro. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, my name is Sydney Cantley. I am 18 years old and I'm from Fairhope, Alabama, and I'm Miss Gulf Coast 2023. Um, I'll be attending the University of South Alabama in the fall to major in nursing. So go Jags. And um, my community service initiative is called Adolescent Wellness Checkups. And it's where I promote the importance of parents taking their children for their yearly wellness checkup and the intersection of physical and mental health. Um, it all started with the wellness checkup that I went to when I was a freshman in high school. And my doctor noticed a lump on the left side of my neck. And after an ultrasound and a biopsy, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer at age 14. So after two surgeries, I was declared cancer-free, which is a blessing for me to say. But you know, if it wasn't for that wellness checkup, we'd be talking a completely different story right now. It's such a powerful story that you already come in with. And I, I have to say, I always like to admit to people when I snoop through their social media, but especially Miss America girls, I do. It's part of the job. Um, <laughs> yes. But the fact that you had to deal with something so big at the age of just 14 and the fact that you're only 18 now and, you know, stepping into this role in the Miss America organization is incredible. And so I know we, I, I've been a veteran in this organization for a long, long time, and we need more people like you who love doing this and, you know, have a great story to tell. Um, and so I know that you touched on why adolescent checkups are important. Obviously your story, you know, as a youth cancer survivor, how have you used your experience to better serve as an ad advocate for youth health and wellness? Yeah. So I'm actually um, an advocate with the Alabama chapter, American Academy of Pediatrics. So I've been able to speak at some of their conventions and share my story and talk in front of hundreds of pediatricians across the state. Um, another good thing about being a youth cancer survivor is being able to connect with people my age, especially this happened whenever I was in high school. So, you know, being able to connect with my peers and just spread the awareness of a wellness checkup right then and there was amazing in and, in and of itself is to start getting people around my age to become more aware of their health, not just physically, but mentally as well. And, you know, I started tying in mental health with my community service initiative a few months ago, whenever I spoke at the Out of the Darkness Suicide Prevention Walk. I lost my mother to suicide when I was only seven years old. So, and she struggled with substance abuse and mental illness ever since she was 13. So, you know, that started at such a very young age. And that's why I target mainly adolescents because those habits can start at such a young age and can develop and change the whole course of your life. So, you know, being able to share my story with that um, age range and then even speaking to parents and making sure that they're taking their children for their yearly wellness checkup as well. And not only for children, but also for adults because we should all be making sure that we are healthy physically and mentally. So as we're talking about advocating for youth health specifically, um, for our listeners who come back every week, it's no surprise that we're going to be looking at Sustainable Development Goal 3, Good Health and Well-Being. And I know a lot of you who come back every week are probably like, didn't we just spend a whole month talking about <laughs> good health and well-being? And we did, but that's okay because 
The beauty of this podcast is that every single guest has some different point of view to bring to this issue. And um, good health and well-being is very obviously a very popular sustainable development goal for a reason, because we have so many people advocating for the wide variety of issues pertaining to it. Um, for the month of May, we talked specifically about mental health, and I know we're going to touch on that a little bit today, uh, but today we're really, our heaviest focus is going to be on the intersection between physical wellness and mental wellness. For young people seeking medical care without a parent's guardian or parent or guardian's permission is like nearly impossible. Um, so how can young people get the help that they need when they feel unwell if they don't have the support from their parents? Well, the best thing that I would say is just making sure you have a good support system anywhere. I'm sure if you can reach out, there will be one person there, specifically if you're a student at school. You know, that's one of the great things about, especially the school that I just graduated from. We had counselors and teachers and principals who were caring about each and every single one of their students. And school nurses are another great connection to get to whenever you're in need of help. One thing that I'm actually working on is working with the, all of the school systems in the state of Alabama. And I have started in my county, Baldwin County, um, I've spoke with the Baldwin County Board of Education and the school nurses to ensure that somehow, some way, we are spreading awareness for wellness checkups in our school systems, making sure the parents are aware before the school year begins, like, hey, take your child for the yearly wellness checkup. It's a great opportunity to make sure that students are healthy and that they are getting the care that they need. So I would say reach out to a school nurse. I think that would be the best connection to make there. I think that's awesome. I mean, obviously all kids are in school and I probably never would have even have thought about what a connection, you know, these students have to adults who care about their health and their lives. Um, but switching gears a little bit, what should parents and guardians be on the lookout for, for their children or for the youth that they're caring for? Obviously kids get scared when they get sick and they don't always talk about it. You know, how can parents help support their children in seeking medical attention? Well, the main thing about a wellness checkup is that you're supposed to go to the doctor even when you're not sick. Because for example, whenever I was discovered, whenever my doctor discovered that I had a lump on the left side of my neck, you know, usually when you're sick, your lymph nodes are swollen. So if I went to the doctor when I was sick with a cold, that probably would have been missed. So that's like such an important thing that I try to get to, especially towards parents. It's like, you know, even if your child is not showing any symptoms of anything, there could be an underlying condition that you're not aware of. So just making sure that you're staying on top of it, going to a yearly exam, because you never know. I never expected I'd have thyroid cancer, was not relevant in my family history. We have no idea where it came from, which is one of the surprising things about thyroid cancer. I just don't know where it came from. So, but if it wasn't for that wellness checkup, again, we'd be talking to a completely different story. So talking about your own experience a little bit, I, I can't imagine how terrifying that would have been at 14 to find out, you know, that you did have cancer um, and congratulations. And I pray for you and, and your health that that stays that way. Thank you. So um, but talking about the impact that illness has on our mental health, you know, Speaking from your own experience, what was that like? You know, how how did that impact you on a mental health level? Yeah, whenever I first found out, um, I'd come home from school. I live with my grandparents, by the way, so I'm going to mention them a lot in this story, especially my grandmother. So came home from school. It was probably about three weeks after I had my biopsy done. And usually we would find out something in a shorter amount of time, but they tested like the biopsy again, just to make sure that the results came back because thyroid cancer is so rare for children to have. Usually 
whenever you hear somebody having thyroid cancer, it's like a 40 to 50 year old woman. So definitely out of the range for me. So I come home from school, sit down on the couch. My grandmother tells me that we got the results back and it's cancer. And the only question and really thought that I had in my head was why me? Like, that's something that I've always questioned. Like, why would this happen to me? Like, oh goodness, here comes another challenge we got to get through. But my grandmother told me that, you know, God puts things in our life for a reason. And we may not know this reason right now, but in the future, you will know what it is. So I was so lucky to have a great support system of family and friends. And, you know, just having that really helped me get through that time. And I've always been an optimistic person ever since I was seven and I experienced my mom's loss. I've just always tried to see the positive in something, you know, just taking things as a learning experience and growing from it. So that's what I did whenever I had cancer and I went through my first surgery. And then after my second surgery, because my cancer did come back a year later and I had my right half of my thyroid removed, I just had the same attitude, just, you know, let's just get through it. You know, this is just another learning experience and it's just preparing me for something bigger and better in the future. And then in 2021, I competed in my first prelim as a teen in the Miss America organization. And of course, the big question when you're first starting to compete, what do I make my social impact about? And the first thing that came to my mind was a wellness checkup because it saved my life. I think that's awesome. And I mean, that is one thing I know a lot of us talk about. Um, I have met some wonderful friends in this organization and they really are my sisters. And it's something that we talk about often is the fact that when you come into this organization, you can't just do it without a reason. You have to have something that you're passionate about. And you can't just pick something. I think that there's maybe a lot of people in the world that just pick something just to pick it. And so I think the beauty in, in your passion very obviously comes through because this is something you are passionate about and you do live. And um, it's an unfortunate circumstance that you had to be in the position that you were, but I think you're exactly right. Everything happens for a reason. And you've been given this, what was an awful, awful experience. You've been given the opportunity to turn it into a, a, an educational point. And I think you do a great job of that. Thank you so much. Um, no, thank you for your advocacy. I mean, we need more people. We need more people talking about these important issues. Um, so the way that we really connected for the first time was through social media. I'll bring it up again. I stalked you a little bit on social media, <laughs> um, but I had been following you for a while and I saw a post as Miss Gulf Coast, you had the opportunity to meet with Alabama. Oh my goodness. You had the opportunity to meet with Alabama's governor, Kay Ivey. Can you tell our listeners what that experience was like? What did you guys talk about? What was your main goal with meeting with her? Yes. Yeah, so whenever I first started competing in the Miss America organization, I had one of my first goals I ever had. I was like, it would be so cool if I had a day out of the year to be wellness checkup day, just a day to promote and share like the importance of going to a wellness checkup. And whenever I was thinking about which day to choose, I was like, okay, what day did I go to my wellness checkup where? my doctor felt the lump on the side of my neck. And it was right, it was like two weeks after school had started because that's usually whenever a wellness checkup for adolescents happen. So it was August 17th. So I was like, okay, this is gonna be the day. And you know, over the past year and a half, I've been working in the community, spreading my community service initiative, doing everything that I can. And I was able to get a proclamation from Governor Kay Ivey. And she declared August 17th to be Adolescent Wellness Checkup Day in the state of Alabama. So I'm super excited to just be able to promote that on a state level 
And we didn't get to really talk much because it was a proclamation ceremony. So there was other organizations promoting other things there as well. But, you know, I'm just so excited just to have that one day. That was like one of my biggest goals. Whenever that happened, I walked out of that room and I was like, oh my goodness, like all of my hard work has led up to this moment. And I'm just so excited for it to keep on going and going. And actually, literally, I think two weeks after that, I had um, received the presidential service award from President Joe Biden. And it was for all of my community service that I've done. So just that happening within the span of two weeks, it was like mind blowing to me, like, oh my goodness, this is so surreal. But it just makes me so excited. And it just gives me more drive. And just, it's just, I'm just so excited to see where else it goes. I'm really ready to expand it, not just on the state level, but the national level. Well, you know, that's the perfect transition into my next question. <laughs> Miss Alabama is right around the corner. I know a lot of us are getting ready for our state competitions. I know I'm seriously sick over the fact that Miss Pennsylvania is just around the corner. <laughs> um, positively sick. It's a good thing, but yes. it's also an anxious feeling. Yes. Um, but let's say Miss Alabama comes and goes and you are crowned Miss Alabama. Oof. What comes next in promoting your community service initiative? What is your year going to look like in terms of talking about adolescent health checkups? Yes. Yeah, so one of my big goals, like how I mentioned earlier, was I started working with the Baldwin County Board of Education. That's one county down. We're trying to get all the counties in the state of Alabama to get on board because I think it'd just be so amazing if we could have every single school in the state of Alabama just implementing the importance of a wellness checkup for students from all ages and just making sure that parents are aware of their children's health and children are aware of their own health as well. So that's one of my big goals and that I would just love to achieve as Miss Alabama. And also I would love to partner with an insurance company and advocate for more um, wellness checkup awareness there because a lot of people don't know that 99% of insurance companies will cover a wellness checkup. They're free. So, you know, that's just an opportunity that a lot of people just need to take up on it. And I feel like promoting, I feel like working with an insurance company and being able to promote a wellness checkup, like the importance of wellness checkups that way will reach a wider audience as well. I have to, I just, it's, it's great to see that you've got a plan. And I want to say, if there's any advice I can give, please go in and show the judges this exact version of you that I'm talking to right now, because you are just, I could listen to you talk for hours about this. Um, but unfortunately I can't, um, (laughs) we have reached the end of our interview, but I'm going to ask you the question I have asked, uh, in every single interview we've done for, I'm with, I think we're on 25, 27 episodes. Um, now what is one thing or one piece of advice that you would give to a young person who wants to help create positive change in the world? Just go out there and do it. Just take the initiative and just say, you know what? I got this. That's what I had to do. I reached out just me. I reached out to different people in my community. I started going to different events and just handing out flyers and just has a little tidbit about what a wellness checkup is and talking about the Miss America organization and how it's the largest scholarship provider for young women today. And just going out in my community and just walking up to people with a crown and sash on, like they'll look at you, they'll pay attention to you, they'll listen what you have to say. So just going up and just being like, hey, I'm Sydney, I'm Miss Gulf Coast, I'm part of the Miss America organization. This is my community service initiative. Just small things like that will go a long way. Sydney, thank you so much for being here with us and for taking time out of your day to talk about your community service initiative. For our listeners back at home, 
please make sure you go and you get your annual wellness check. I know I'm going to be going yes. and scheduling mine immediately after this interview, but <laughs> you guys can learn more about Sydney's mission by following her on Instagram at Miss Gulf Coast AL and make sure you do so that you can see everything she does in the next couple of weeks as she prepares to compete for Miss Alabama. Learn more about how you can help achieve the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals by following us on Instagram at Sisters and Sustainability Podcast and at Sustainability Starts With You. Join the hashtag SisPodNation today and remember that sustainability really does start with you. Thanks for listening. 